What's up, everybody? What up, what up, what up? Welcome to the Geek Desk Cypher. It's about mm-hmm. to get lit. Mm-hmm. We're about to drop. I don't want to. I'm joking. I'm not <laughs> You're going far. <laughs> it, 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 it's, there's been a few times where I've been like, oh, I should rap. And then I'm like, hells no. <laughs> now, I re- now I remember why I didn't choose this as a career path. <laughs> I mean, it's just because, like, I, I think it's a biggie one. The I think everyone knows this one from the Funk Master Flex, where it's just like, I got seven Mac 11s, about eight 38s, nine, nine tens, Mac 10s, the so shit's never end. You can't touch my riches, even if you had MC Hammer and the 357 bitches. Biggie Smalls, the millionaires, a mansion, the yacht, the two weed spots, the two hot clocks. Like, it's like a whole rhyme that, like, it was one of those, like, iconic Biggie rhymes back mm-hmm. in the day. So, you know. Plus, I don't want to pull a rich homie Quan and forget Biggie lines. <laughs> this, uh, I didn't even know that this dude, like, what, like a couple years ago went on an award show and didn't know the lines to a Biggie song that he was supposed to be performing. No way. I feel for a man. That is mad embarrassing. Like, yeah, but that's st- self-imposed embarrassment. I'm yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, you definitely need if you're gonna if you're gonna do with some Biggie tracks. What if you're gonna do honestly, if you're gonna do any cover yeah. at any point and yeah, you, yeah, if yeah. you're gonna change it if it has point to it, right? Like for example, uh I'm a bit more into to rock and whatnot, and uh, you don't say. I don't say. <laughs> I'm very white. Um, <laughs> and no, uh, there's the band uh, Dropkick Murphys, and yeah. I found out recently. Well, recently, just because I ended up going through some of their their tracks and whatnot, I'm yeah. like, oh, there's this track I love. Oh, it's not even an original track. Oh, really? Yeah, and then I'd compare, and then I'd go, uh, and then and when I say old school, like they're talking about like the 19. 19- 50s or 40s like really oh, old school like there's one there's one um of their songs it's um captain kelly's kitchen it's a it's a great song because it's essentially a song about how it's the perspective of the guy who's the cheater of a guy who's cheat of a girl who's cheating on her husband so the mister yeah the mister of the the cheat as opposed to, to the mistress exactly okay and <clears throat> during the old school one it's like very like prolific and and when they do it the new version, which was maybe in the later 2000s, uh, they just like spiced it up for they used like they replaced some <gasps> words so it was a little newer, and then they took out things to make it more speeded and whatnot. They made it kinky. That's right. How inappropriate. No. <laughs> Dropkick. Who'd you say? Dropkick, Dropkick Murphys. The Irish band. Yeah, really uh, love that band. I was guessing with a name like Dropkick <laughs> like, Murphy. It's not really hard. Well, I mean, <clears throat> correction. They're they're Irish guys from Boston. Oh. Double shocker. Yeah, they exactly. were ir- they were either Irish or from, from Boston. Boston. And <laughs> actually, those were the two options <laughs> and, with a name like Dropkick Murphys. And the worst thing is when they come to Montreal, they have no problem like rallying up the crowd to be like, "Oh, we love you," but Boston rules and like Boston uh, Bruins like rock Montreal sucks. They'll do they that, say that. They do that all the time. So they like you'll have like all these like. Crowds cheering, they're like, "Yeah, but you know the Bruins rule." And then, like, and then also like, "Boo!" But like, we'll play a song, yay! <laughs> like it's a oh, roller coaster boy. of emotions. Any team that comes to my hometown and starts insulting my home team, yeah, they gotta be careful, man. Yeah, Montreal's a riot city, man. Oh, you gotta be really careful are. with that stuff. But you know, like Axl Rose, you are know? they? Yeah, are they punk? It's a punk band. Uh, no, it, it's hard to describe. I mean, I guess you could call them punk because the things they range from like punk to like very much classic rock. Because they also do covers like ACDC covers okay. and things like that. Actually, one of the singers sounds very much like you would think he's the the son of the ACDC singer. Oh, okay, like okay. he's really really good at it. But they do a a whole in between. But definitely their younger one was like. 
because it's always like whatever their music is it's still visibly influenced by like irish roots well like they have like boston. you know yeah like they have like you're you know, either mandolins and all that stuff in their songs. What is so. it in Boston? You're either Italian or Irish, isn't that like the those? Yeah, those there's two a like, there's a second option. Yeah. <laughs> I there's only one. <laughs> I thought there's only one. To all the Boston listeners, we know you're Irish. Happy St. Patrick's Day in advance. Yeah, you can you know you're probably drinking from now to St. Patty's Day, and we're okay with that. It's all right. Uh, just you know, don't don't uh, don't start a riot and ruin your hospitals, and I don't know, don't puke green beer everywhere. That's sure. the best part. <laughs> yeah. Sure, sure, sure. As someone who worked in an ER on St. Patrick's Day one year. Really? Oh, my God. I can't imagine that. St. Patrick's Day, working in the ER, is weirdly enough, it's actually not that bad. It's Because it, what it is is during the parade, it's quiet because it's the parade. Yeah. So everyone's out at the parade, and they're all celebrating. They're all having fun. Mm-hmm. So it's not that bad. Then the parade ends, and there's a mad <clears throat> rush of insanity of like people who have been drinking all morning and if i slap them in the face yeah and so then you have this like really high peak for like three four hours and then in the evening it just tapers off because everyone's too drunk to do anything so there's like there, there's no fights there's i mean there's less fights <laughs> there's no there's less fights yeah <laughs> like when there's hockey games the er was some depending on the day obviously but playoffs if the halves get to the playoffs oh god i will tell you right now i can't imagine the ER is actually not insane. No way. Because during the game, everyone wants to watch the game. Oh, so it's right after. But right after, fights break out oh, all the God. time. I remember one year we had these guys. I think we were playing Toronto, maybe. And both the guy, like both the groups that were fighting, like the guys from Montreal and the guys from Toronto, mm-hmm. who fought in the stands, both ended up at the hospital. Oh, and then it was only like two or three of them that en- actually ended up in the ER. So the others are in the waiting room and then they're still arguing. So security is keeping an eye on them. Oh, my God. And you're just like, this is ridiculous, guys. It's But it's it's so bad in regards to like playoff hockey. The thing I don't like is that and I, I've seen it, which is kind of annoying, is that people come from out of town just to start shit. Like, oh, oh it's yeah, Montreal. Yeah, 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 we know what's going on. Yeah, we're going to do we know things. What's up. We know what's up. We're going to hand off. We're going to hang off of like street lights and things like that yeah, just yeah. to like. You know, because we can for the night. The worst that's actually about it is really the downtown shops that end up getting raped yeah. and pillaged, which is not fair. Ni- man, 93, that riot. Oh, I-, I remember uh, a buddy of mine came to school the next day with a gold chain. And I think I've told this story before. And we're like, where'd you get the gold chain? He's just like, my dad went outside during the riots. And we're like, okay. Oh, God. This quiet little Italian kid with this big gold chain. We're like, that's hilarious. I was like, I don't know if his dad went into a shop or like, the shop was already just destroyed and open, so he just grabbed one because everyone else was doing it. But it was just funny. It was just like we all came to school and we're like, because he's he's such a like small kid, so it was just <laughs> to see this small kid with this like big, you know, like those big link gold. Yeah, chains, I know exactly what you're talking. It's about. It's hilarious. It was hilarious. That's so um, funny. Yeah. So guys, this is Geektastic Cypher. If you haven't figured that out Hello. by now, seven minutes in, and I am Doc Holiday, and to my left, Dave Colesio. Uh, Dave is one of the writers of Trinity, a comic mm-hmm. book from squared-idea.com, and they are a comic book collective that works with people to bring them together so that they can write mm-hmm. and create and design and draw and build new and interesting things for people to we read li- and consume. We like to br- we like to try and bring your dreams come true. There you go. Really- so they've been doing that, and that's with a with you, Mike Wilcox, Chris Nicholson. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
And then you guys have a host of people. Now. We have we have, a, we have a few others. Uh, we have uh, Ryan Patrick who's starting to work on his own stuff. We have Mike Farino. Oh, I don't Farino. Want, yeah, I don't want to. I'm gonna destroy his name, but we do have another artist. Oh, I can't remember. Do you, do you not name. know how to say it, or is it? No, it's he's he's really new, and I actually haven't met him personally. I, I've seen oh, cool. him like on in an email. I like or that. Whatever. You're in your collective. It's gotten so big that you don't know the name of everyone in the collective. Well, the thing that's is, that's cool. Well, it's cool because. We've actually gotten to talk to a lot of people from mm. Comic-Con. So there was like a lot of names going back and forth. But uh, the guy who I'm I'm referencing to, and now I really want to go out of my well, way. Well, I'll let you look it up. But in the meantime, guys, uh, you know, it's been a, a crazy couple weeks in regards to comic book content and television and all that jazz. So if you guys are tuned into this, we're going to be talking about Daredevil in the main segment, View the Right Thing of the show. We're going to be doing our DTD. It's going to be 80s, 90s action cops. That was selected by Dave a couple weeks ago, and then uh, we're gonna probably end it off with a little bit of a some discussion on some mm. some shit. And it's gonna interrupt you for two seconds. So it's Ben Gotzis. Uh, sorry, Ben, uh, but no, he's a he's an interesting artist. He's working with uh, Ryan on uh, his project Excelsior, which we're hoping to get out sometime in 2019. In Trinity issue one, hopefully end of November, beginning of December. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> No. That's awesome, man. Yeah, no, uh, you know, hopefully, uh, you know, on either on this show or maybe <clears throat> on That's Canon, you guys could read all of our issue ones. We'll have like a special one where it's a squared I don't idea. Think we should do that. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, we don't want to promote you that much. Plus, not that we don't want to rip you apart. <laughs> it's just that, like, I mean, I'm sure the comics would be good. But if there are things that I don't like, I don't even want it. You know that I'll yeah. rip it apart. And I then know. That's, and then I feel like it's, it's, it probably just would hurt personally, not because All exactly, right. and, and 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 like I would support you. I respect it. I'm excited for it, and I will promote it, and I'll read it, and I'll most likely enjoy it. But I don't want to like read it and then like be like, man, I don't like this one character. I don't think his motivation makes sense, and then be like talking about that, and you're sitting there like, I fought for five hours with Chris over that character. That's like, mine. That's yeah, my exactly, creation. Exactly. Out of exactly. All exactly. It. It'd be such a personal thing. So if anything, I'll tell you per directly. Like, so, my so now just so you know, you're not just playing full price. You're playing full price with a premium. <laughs> <laughs> I'll pay full price with a premium. And if you guys want to support, you can also support them through Patreon. Yeah. Right? You guys have squared ideas set up. And uh, if you go to the website, the Patreon links are there. If I'm exactly. Not exactly. And uh, actually, Mike Wilcox is the fathom. Uh, if you reach out to us, uh, uh, we'll try and figure out a way to... We haven't set up an actual mailing uh, version yet, mm. but uh, if you're interested in having a hard copy, uh, Mike's is... Uh, the Fathom is out. And if you just want to come and support us, in about <coughs> a month, it's Mini Comic Con, November 24th. 4th, to the, no, 24th. No, 25th, 26th, because 24th is the Friday. Oh, okay, okay. So uh, we'll be there uh, selling comic books, uh, spreading the word. Uh, it's free entry if I be if I believe so. I mean, at that point, you're just paying for whatever where you buy over there. So. Yeah, which is nice. I like I like mini cons. I like <laughs> them. I think they're fun. I think there's a lot of interesting things. And like you said, you don't have to pay. The lineup is crazy long though, so I highly recommend people get there early. Yo, you got to get there mm. early, 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 early. I got to bring my cousin last year. She was visiting from Calgary. Nice. That was a lot of fun. I think I got a piece from Eric, and I got these coasters that were done by they are Andrew. Boss. Uh, oh, upside down. There you go. So there's four coasters in the set. 
And uh, if you guys know Andrew, he is the host. We've mentioned him before. Friggy Matic, I think is his name on social media. I'll double check that for the end of the show. But Andrew is a is the host of Geeking Out at the Tower podcast that with, with him and a few other people. And Jaws D, who used to be here, who is uh, taking a leave of absence. Right IB's now. official replacement. There you go. There you and go. I'm also doing double duty this week because yeah, we have half the, the crew is gone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, so Toby and Skinny both send their regards. They couldn't mm-hmm. be in this week because of XY reasons. And we, we uh, hope that those reasons are addressed and taken care of and everyone's A-OK, uh, which they are. And, yeah. you know, but yeah, going into the show, DTD, hit me, Dave. What am I doing? All right. So we're doing uh, 80s, 90s uh, action heroes. Uh, so we're going to start off with it being uh, John McClane from the infamous uh, Die Hard series, uh, Martin Riggs uh, from the Lethal Weapon series, the movies, not the TV show. We could get on to that. And did you, and then we're going to take, oh, what's Jackie Chan's character from the Rush Hour? I want to get his real name. I think it's just Lee, actually. Yeah, for sure. It's just Lee. That was such a bad show. I never watched it. Oh, they actually made a TV show out of it. Yeah, they made a TV oh, show. Oh, man. And it, it got canceled. So, you know you know, I watch a lot of television. No. I watch, <laughs> I watch, I watch as much television in one, as one can humanly watch. Uh, sorry. While watched, playing video games. Yes. And doing several things, which is actually the most impressive thing. <laughs> I wanted to change caps. I don't know why. You're very fancy. Uh, but if you... It, it, so, because I watch so many TV shows, I'm usually aware of all the new TV shows coming out. Okay. Especially pilot season. One of my favorite things, and we've done specials here on Geektastic Cypher before, where I will watch every pilot that's out there and we discuss them in one full episode. So there was one year where we talked about the fact that Rush Hour was going to have a series and it was coming out. I think it was also the year that they were looking at possibly doing a Beverly Hills Cop series. That is actually more believable than the Rush Hour one, if you base it off of the first movie. So they did pilots for both. Really? Uh, well, they did pilots for a whole bunch of stuff. But that year, they did the pilot for Beverly Hills Cop, and it was supposed to star uh, an actor named Brandon... I don't remember his last name, but if My you phone. know... Did you ever watch Percy Jackson, the Percy Jackson films? Oh, Lightning we, Thief and Percy yeah. Jackson, Sea of Monsters? Yeah, yeah. So the guy that plays the the goat, not the goat, uh, the fawn, he has like the horns. Yeah, I, I could I could visualize So that it, actor, right? his name's Brandon. I don't remember yeah. his last name. But that actor was playing Axel's son from Beverly Hills Cop. Oh, so that's how they, that's gonna, how yeah, they that's, did it. Yeah, that was going to be the connection. <clears throat> okay. And supposedly the pilot was good, but they decided that the pilot was so good, they were like, Maybe we should do this as a film. No way. And then they ended up not making a film. <laughs> oh, that's a shame. So I don't know that's what not happened. Fair. <laughs> I know, I know. It's it's pretty crummy. And then on top of that, like I was saying, they did they decided to do the rush hour series. They did the pilot. That got picked up. That got brought to series and got canceled immediately. Like I think they got through maybe two episodes and CBS pulled the plug on. I remember seeing. I remember vaguely seeing the commercial, and even at the commercial, I was like, "Serious guys." Yeah, like, it was pretty seriously? bad. From what I understand, the pilot was the first two episodes was essentially the movie. Because oh. well, it makes sense, but yeah, but it, like you, that, yeah. that, like why redo the movie? Like at that point, you, you like yeah. Well, mm. Dear White People, if you watch Dear White People Season 1, it's very much just them retelling the movie oh, really? from the different perspective of different characters. Yeah, but it's still different, though, right? Because you have a different perspective. Like, changing yeah. a perspective yeah. could make the story different. Yeah, Whereas true, if you're true. just redoing it yeah. and rebooting it, it doesn't, it doesn't work out that yeah. way. That's true. That's true. That's true. So all that to say, uh, you know, they messed up. It wasn't mm. well done. And, it, <laughs> and this is where we are now. But once again, so John McCain. John McClane. McClane, sorry. Riggs, 
Riggs and Lee. Okay, I'm and we're draining, teaming up, and defeating. Yep. I'm draining Lee. Really? Martial arts. All right. Martial fair. arts, That's sir. I, I have reasons for, for discourse, but it's all right. Go on. <laughs> I am draining Lee, and Riggs is what? Ex-military? Ex- Riggs is ex-military in all sorts. He can basically kill anything with anybody, with and, any object. He's the shatter star of his universe. Oh, <laughs> yeah, there you go. You saying that <laughs> makes me want to get rid of him. You saying that just makes me want to defeat him right there. I, now I'm just like, let's defeat that guy. But mm. And then John is... Uh, I guess he's a you, cop. He's a detective. Yeah, who's just really lucky. Well, the domino of his universe. Oh my god! <laughs> you're asking. You're, you're setting them up. I'm just kicking I mean, them out of the park. You're, you're like, using Marvel. I mean, if you're gonna do that, so then who's Lee in Marvel universe? <laughs> because yeah, I mean, Moon Knight. <laughs> oh god. So, hmm, who who would I rather? Actually, no. If anything, he'd be like the. This is gonna sound racist, but the Asian uh, Iron Fist. Oh, Kung. Fu, um, oh, I know that guy's name. Uh, oh man, what's his name? His comic book was called Kung Fu, and he was based on Bruce Lee. Uh, I can't remember. I can't remember. But uh, yeah, he was. Really? He actually started before Iron Fist. No way. But uh, yeah, you know, back in the day, things were things were racist. That's just <laughs> what it was. <laughs> but all that to say. Okay, so I'm draining Lee because Jackie Chan is a very, very talented person. And the character himself was also quite talented and, you know, very skilled and could put his body through a lot of things. Mind you, John does put his body through a lot too. But, you know, doesn't actually know what he's doing. He literally... Well, no, he knows what he's doing. He's just, he's insane. He's just lucky though. (laughs) Everything works out in that movie because it's a movie. If it was a real world and some guy was crawling around ducks in in a huge like skyrise building i don't think it would have gone as easily <laughs> as well as you i mean all those movies it's yeah, like i was gonna say you could take all the movies yeah 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 movies are like all three james bond each yeah okay i mean i'm gonna stick with i'm gonna stick with draining lee and i'm gonna team up with i'm teaming up with Riggs because i like i because i think Riggs is also a sharpshooter yeah yeah i i want i want i want to be able to like Put myself in the fight and i want to know that someone has my back if i miss someone behind me they can take them out and then uh your boy mr hubbershima tower happy christmas out of here he's <laughs> out of here to everyone who says that that's a christmas movie you're wrong anyways uh first of all die hard is not one a and two are not and christmas lethal movies. weapon one are all not christmas, christmas movies. movies they start with christmas music it's that at christmas make- time Bruce it's about Willis it's about family connections at Bruce Christmas so that they Willis can live and be together. Himself said it is not a Christmas movie, and he's allowed to be wrong. <laughs> he's allowed to be the star and know what he was talking about when he was on set. He didn't write it, now did he? Oh my god, he was the actor <laughs> on set, and you're telling me when they were making the movie, part of the motivation, part of the thing that he needed to know why is he doing all of this. And he's going to decide, you know what? I'm just going to ignore what the, the writers are telling me. And in my mind, it's not Christmas. No, it's not a Christmas movie. First of movie. all, they start off with a Christmas jingle. Then they have that, that Christmas wrap. And then they have kids for Christmas. Christmas I'm kids for Christmas. Christmas. I'm sorry. Kids for Christmas. Christmas. I'm sorry. It is just a movie <laughs> that takes place at Christmas. It is not a Christmas movie. That's the difference. I agree to disagree, sir. Well, so <laughs> what constant this? You know what? Let's have this conversation. Right this conversation. Now. Let's go. Because I've had enough of people out there coming after me when I say 
this is not that it's not a Christmas movie and they're just like it, it of course it's a Christmas mu- movie it's all about it's not about the Grinch Stole Christmas is a Christmas movie Miracle on 34th Street Christmas movie Jingle Bell Rock Christmas movie Last Action Hero not a Christmas movie how it's a movie how would you associate that one with Christmas last the la- Last Action Hero when he's trying to get the toy that's not last action here. Oh, that's which jingle, one? That's jingle. That's jingle ah, all the way. Sorry. Yes. And first of all, that is so. The cover is him with a Santa hat on. In my mind, movies just because a movie takes place at Christmas, it doesn't make it. A but Christmas he's going movie. for a Christmas present. But if it's I shopping at Christmas so time, that here, that one you're not gonna win. You can thing. maybe win on the other here's ones, but thing. you can't win on this one. You've already lost because you said I could maybe win on the other ones. Uh, <laughs> here's my thing. If you can replace the main aspect of Christmas with something else, and it still be the same movie. But you could say that about any Christmas movie, almost. No, how do how can it could I, be about Easter? The Santa Claus cannot. You can't replace Santa at Christmas time. What? What if? Okay, so what if he was the, the Easter Bunny instead? But that that that's so just changing it, the small aspect. But that of would it? be the Easter. This movie is literally called The Santa Claus. Is about Tim Allen becoming. I disagree. I disagree because no one. That is a Christmas jingle, movie. Jingle all the way. No it's one would be going that crazy. To, nah. At, when, when universally, unless we're talking about like... People can go cray-cray. No, but unless you're talking about <laughs> uh, Boxing Day or something, which would still be at Christmas, you like could when have is made, everyone there? Oh, you just made my point for me. You could make that movie uh, Black Friday after Thanksgiving, and it would be the exact same thing. You just made my point for me. It would be the same thing. It would be Black Friday. It wouldn't be a I Christmas disagree. movie. It would be a Thanksgiving movie. I disagree because there's so many... Because people would the, be going you, as crazy, but trying to get all the prices and the gifts. No, because then they wouldn't have they wouldn't have the parade, which is the... They which have is a the, Thanksgiving parade. They don't have a Black Friday Thanksgiving parade. The city is still a mess after. There's still I, everything being no, blocked but, up. No, but things happen during the parade. You could you're still... picking at straws, sir. You're just okay. So explain like... to me, Die Hard, because uh... uh, I'll explain to you, Die Hard, because He's, your example it's, it's, so far. It's a family-centric movie around Christmas time. That is like ninety percent of Christmas movies. If you take you, no. you could take you could take uh, Christmas Vacation, for example, which you cannot argue is a Christmas movie, and simply s- change it to any other th- any other event that families get the together. Ch- the Chevy Chase movie, yeah. Yeah, you could change that. I mean, the the movie. But that's a Christmas movie. You can't argue with me. It's that about is a Christmas. That movie. is. I mean, once again, I don't think it's a Christmas movie. I oh think my god! Those it's are like... vacation movies. They literally make five of them, and it's Vegas vacation, Christmas vacation. Yeah, they have all the, the vacations, and because it's but the it Christmas vacation, it it's Christmas movie. It's a vacation movie that happens at Christmas. Oh, you're being you're being so picky, but uh, you, yeah. you can go for it. So my argue my argument for Lethal Weapons and whatnot. First of all, Lethal Weapon, it's so a Christmas movie. Home Alone, not a Christmas movie. I said it. Home Alone is not a Christmas. Home Alone is a Where, movie about a bad a bad parent, first of all. That's one thing. <laughs> Home Alone is a movie about a horrible mother and father who leave twice. their kid twice. <laughs> twice. Children's services should have been at that house. None of this bullshit about, oh, it's just a happy family. That is some oh, crazy bullshit man. right there. But I'm going to tell oh you. Oh, my God. You have You're the story of a kid left behind. It happens to happen at Christmas time. That's the only Scrooge. thing. Scrooge. Scrooge with the three like the, visits? The, yeah. Because I say Scrooge because a lot of people call it different things. Oh, uh, yeah. What's the real name of it? Uh, but that well, one I would say. It, like, because that one you could just claim. It doesn't have to be at Christmas time. It could have been at any time. It's just a, a bitter old man with money. 
Hmm. That's interesting. That is an interesting point. Home Alone still not Christmas, Christmas Carol, by the way. A Christmas, and it's called the Christmas Carol. Yeah. So you could have been, you could have been the cheap Carol for, for all you know. But that, the, like the, the the Scrooge Carol, and then it wouldn't have been good enough for you. No, you're right. For that one, I, that is a Christmas movie. I'll get. I call that one a Christmas movie. Again, that you could have cha- you could have changed the aspects, therefore nullifying so, okay, give, what you're saying. Give, give me the no. How do you change the aspects of that one? Because you could have you could have happened that could have happened at Thanksgiving. How? That could have happened at Easter. The how? how? Tell because me the, the version of the story. Because I so, can tell you no, the because, version. Here's the thing. If I can tell you the version of Die Hard without Christmas in it, and yeah. it's still the same fucking movie, then that's too easy. Okay. Christmas so, Carol, you take away, you, you make it at Thanksgiving instead. Okay. You don't label the ghosts. Actually, no, you can completely label the ghosts as Thanksgiving past, Thanksgiving present, Thanksgiving future. future. Yeah. And, and what more do I need to explain? You're right. Fair. Mm. Not a Christmas mm. movie. No, what? <laughs> no. I just I disagree. I just told, I disagree. Wait, it's such a so Christmas I, movie. I just like to point no, out that I got saying, him to explain. No, no. I got to explain the <laughs> story, but it doesn't explain. make you right, though. <laughs> just you because you make it right, I got no, you to make the no, point for me. No. That's, by no, explaining in no. one line how you could change I, it I didn't agree. No, because I don't agree with you nonetheless. I'm telling you the story differently. But I'm telling you, my logic is if I can change it that easily, then it's not a Christmas movie. So I would love for you That's to go I, on like Mount Royal and be like on the heavens and be like Christmas Carol is not a Christmas movie but that's and what, see Rotten Tomatoes keep being thrown at you if I <laughs> use your logic and defend the case easily people might be like oh that's actually a good point you could change those characters to Thanksgiving thing. so that's what I'm saying it still makes it a, it's still a Christmas movie because the because you know what let's put it this way you're right you're right mm-hmm. you could have changed it but but the person making it the person who created it okay Made it for Christmas. Okay, there you go. The essence there. The the, the original es- point. The essence. But Die case, Hard. Lethal. I'll start with Lethal Weapon. Sure. <laughs> lethal Weapon completely happens at Christmas. Everything's happening at Christmas. But did the writer and say he made it as a Christmas movie? I don't know. I, do well, I know? We gotta that, find out. I gotta find out. Like, conversation like, is moot. Like, you, if, you if, can say that about all the conversations. No, 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 no. <laughs> if, if, if our conversation has been brought down to the fact that we need the writers to tell us what is the inspiration. See, this is the same thing about Thanos. And the Hulk. Did you hear how people are saying, like, how the the Russo brothers, who are the directors, by the way, not the writers, but they're the directors of Infinity Infinity War, mm-hmm. said that the Hulk isn't scared. That's not why he doesn't change back. Then and, why is it? Oh, you know, oh, because he's trying to establish some level of control over Bruce Banner. Oh, please. And I was just like, and I said, I was in a group chat with someone, and I was just like, listen, guys, you, you got to understand something. The Hulk is scared yeah and unless you give me some other proof oh well the russo brothers said he's not scared those are the directors they're not the writers of the film they didn't write the story they didn't come up with the motivations for the characters to do what they did they directed based on what was written so did the writers say that the hulk wasn't scared because if the writers just said the hulk doesn't transform and in their text it's explained then they're the people I want to hear from. I'm not just going to take the Russo's word because the Russo's can say whatever they want. They also said that what's his name is fired. He's not actually fired. Who? No, oh, they said in a joke that uh, Ruffalo's fired because he leaked the name of the movie. Yeah, it's Avengers know, but, Annihilation. But, but, but we all know, know it. It's over. For right. sure, Ruffalo 
with what he did Thank because you, Cindy. of because Miracle of what, on 34th Street Christmas movie. Uh, anyways, sorry. We're, so okay, well, Christmas Cindy, do you disagree? I'm curious. Okay, so you'd have to do, ask Cindy if, if Cindy, he, do you disagree that Die Hard and or Lethal Weapon is a Christmas movie? So we'll wait oh, for I'm her curious. I'm pop curious. Up. I'm I know, curious. no, but she. You know, it's Assuming a, that you've watched those movies, I don't want to put pressure if you haven't watched those movies. Uh, all I'm saying is, yeah, we'll have to wait for okay. that answer. So you know what? You can maybe argue that it's not. It wasn't designed for Christmas, but everything around it is Christmas. Sure. And it's a movie that when Christmas comes, I am motivated to watch it. But here's the thing. Sound of Music is a movie that plays a lot at Christmas. It's not a Christmas movie. No, but that's a timepiece that goes over a long period of time. No, I've not personally seen the movie. They play that at Christmas all the time. And all the songs are considered. So uh, one of the things, I work in music. A lot of people program those songs as Christmas playlist songs. Even though the movie has nothing to do with Christmas, See, I, I didn't know that. But the one, I, and I've never seen the Sound of Music. Yeah, but like, there's a difference. Some reason when, a Nazi movies. <laughs> anyway, sorry. No, but I'm just saying, if you watch a movie, yeah, that goes over several periods of time, just because it goes over a period of time oh, doesn't make okay, it okay. that. Like, for example, Watchmen could be argued that it's a Christmas movie because for <laughs> sure, in one of the many flashbacks, there was a Christmas moment. No, that's definitely not a Christmas. But like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're Whereas, st- like, like if you take Die Hard or whatever, it's at Christmas. Yeah. Like, the only reason why you don't see snow in the first one is because it's in L.A. Yeah, yeah. yeah and even right. the second one, it's all... It, the second one, you want to know how for sure Die Hard 2 is a Christmas movie? It's because it happens... Not only does it happen at Christmas, the airport is filled and screwed up because it's Christmas. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're done. <laughs> we're done. Again, though, in my we're head, done. if I can no. replace that Should, with Thanksgiving. Where, where's, where's the cap? If, this guy. If I can replace that guy. with look, Thanksgiving. Look at this guy. Look if at it's him. so you know, easy You know who the Grinch is? You know? You think he's big, Christmas tall, and movie. green? But no. It's right here. The Grinch, the Grinch, <laughs> right the Grinch here. is a Christmas movie, by the way. No, of course. He stole Christmas. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the premise is all about Christmas, not about a bunch of guys robbing a building and another guy running through vents, and somehow that makes to it support a- their families during Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they were having their Christmas party. They could have been having Christmas, any party again. A Christmas party. They could have been having literally any party, but they didn't. They had a Christmas party. Again, that is not enough for me to consider it a Christmas movie. Especially, dear writer you know, of Die Hard One, yes. you're definitely not listening to this podcast. But to please, the writers of please. Die Hard, Lethal Weapon, and any other movie that just happens to take place at Christmas, please explain to us why you decided to make those movies at Christmas time and whether or not they are Christmas movies for that odd reason. Right. So now I'm going to do my DT. Yeah, DT. <laughs> that was like um, a 12 minute. Death that was I'm amazing, sorry, actually. Um, no, that was actually a lot of fun. Um, so for me, I am definitely draining John McClane. Uh, the reason being, the mother—he—he's the cockroach of cops. Oh, he God. cannot die. <laughs> like a nuclear bomb happens, this guy is survive. He's like there with like Keith Richards, just like having to drag <laughs> off a cigarette and like looking at like like other roaches beside them. Oh God! <laughs> like we survived. Because the, the guy, he's fallen through who knows how many things. He fell off of that, what's that bridge in New York? And then he fell onto the boat. Oh. Of which he had that, he was with the, uh, they were trying to scale down like this, um, like steel wire yeah, rope. Yeah. And then it's in his body and you see him literally pull it out with his uh. teeth no less. So I'm picking him because I ain't going to die. That's why it's going to happen. I wonder if he just has healing factor. Would explain a lot. I know, yeah, because otherwise it's he's just the a- Wolverine. He's the Wolverine yeah, yeah, of the yeah, LAPD. Yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry, the NYPD. Um, so definitely draining John. My backup is 
definitely going to be uh, Martin Riggs for the following reason. Yes. And this is why. First of all, Lee ended up arguing a lot with uh, Chris Tucker's character before they end up actually like bonding. Yeah. Whereas Riggs like right away was like, we're partners. You like me. You don't like me. I don't care. I have to make sure you're alive at the end of the day. And he goes well and beyond and like saves families and stuff and like proves that he'll literally almost kill himself for the greater good to have your back. And if that's the case, bro, you're having my back. So, okay. By definition, so it's loyalty. It's it's loyalty. And Lee it's his, and Carter. His, Car- Chris Tucker's character was Carter. Sorry. No, no worries. But it's his devout devotion and also the devotion to like all the films, regardless of how badly he's treated by Murtaugh. Because like, obviously, especially the first film, hey, man. he's treated so poorly. No. Because yeah, he's, a, he's a crazy person and Murtaugh doesn't want to be around a crazy person. That's, I'm you. not saying it's not. Oh, okay. I'm not saying it's not valid. Yeah, but he's say. still treated like shit. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> no, he's treated like shit. He's like he doesn't he, even want to go to his house initially, is, but he saves his life. He's like, come over, have some pie. Is, isn't he like? <laughs> isn't he like suicidal though? Yeah, he he has yeah, like a straight. He has a, he, he has a uh, uh, what was it? The straight jacket. Straight jacket on. And he pops open his his shoulder yeah, just so that he could get out of it, so he can make like ten bucks. I mean, that's the type of crazy I want. With my living through the the, the apocalypse. <laughs> okay, that's fair. That's fair. And then, unfortunately, Lee, although very cool. Yeah. And the other thing is, technically, I think, uh, did did John McClane beat a ninja guy? No, that's the only thing I think he hasn't fought. Of course. And by the way, I oh, wait, I say you... specifically say the top three movies because all of them have three movies. Also, the last Die Hard is not a Die Hard movie. It's a Bruce Lee, Bruce Willis movie. Is what isn't that live and die? Live, uh, live and die hard another or day or something. Free and die live hard. free and die hard. Yeah. And just that's the one where they're trying. They were tr- they did a very bad Justin attempt Long. of trying. No, no, that's the the fourth. Oh, there's five. There's five of there's those. Five. So the fourth oh, one God. would have been good to end it there because it showed, in my opinion, loving the movies. It showed okay, John McClane, you're old. You should be retiring. This is like your last stint. Yeah, cool. The last one, though, where he's way too old for it, he's like tra- tra- tracing down his son because he's like, oh, yeah. <clears throat> my son's in Russia. And I don't know what's wrong with him. <laughs> yeah, you find out that. he's like working for like the CIA or something like that. And there's one scene I remember because I remember I was so excited to see the movie. So, and I went into the theater yeah. and there's this one scene that happens maybe 10 minutes in where it's just Bruce Willis running in and like shooting guns randomly in the street and screaming. And right away, I'm like. That's not John McClane. That's Bruce Willis being Bruce Willis. This is not a Bruce. This is not a Die Hard movie. Your son's a weak little whelp. No, even, like even the son, you're like you're not a McClane. How dare you say you're a McClane? It's also not done at Christmas, so you know. Well, another reason why it's not a Die Hard film. Am I right? Am I right, folks? Huh? You're See that's that's that, that's that's supporting me. Yeah, that's yeah. Just, that's, that's, I was that's, making fun of you. Buddy. <laughs> yeah, but you, su- you supported the, the aspect though. You oh supported my God. it. <laughs> uh, so is Daredevil a winter movie? Because uh, winter's How is just because uh, <laughs> the whole thing takes place during the winter. That doesn't even make <laughs> yeah, no, any I'm just, sense. I'm just joking. Uh, we're gonna be talking about Daredevil, like we said. If you guys haven't watched the show, uh, spoilers. Yeah, major spoilers. Major major spoilers. Chris, Chris, stop listening now, Mike. Yeah, yeah. Try and yeah. keep your rage Shout out down. To, <laughs> to Mike Wilcox, who said he did not like the season. He thought it was like the weakest season of all of them, and I was just like, I had the literally the exact opposite reaction to that. But you know, every, but, but, but I, but I, you know, we'll we'll dip. He he said it's cool to quote him, but I I see his, I see his perspective, mm. but I do think that it's out of a, a very critical standpoint. 
Okay. It's yeah, exactly. Example. So here's the... I mean, this is a bit of geek news that we're going to discuss later on, but I think we could discuss it as we lead into this. The Marvel Cinematic Universe, MCU, is tied into these series. So it's official now? Because they were always, like, always, on the fence. It, I no, thought they were it, always on the fence. No, no, no. Jessica Jones and Luke Cage... Uh, and I think Daredevil all make reference to the Hulk. Like they've made references oh, to the Hulk. Okay. They made like they reference the other things that have happened. I don't. Remember, I don't remember the reference in Daredevil. In Luke Cage, in uh, I I don't remember that one either. But in Luke Cage, they, in the last season, they make reference to the Hulk when they're at the party, mm-hmm. and in Jessica Jones in season one, they make reference to the Hulk as well when they're referring to when she gets hired by the the that couple. I've not seen them. You could spoil it as oh, much Jessica as you Jones. want. Like I, yeah, I'm going to watch them. But yeah, Jessica, like, I, Jessica I, I just Jones, been keeping up with the Jessica Jones season one. She gets hired by a couple, and then there's a reference to the Hulk. Okay, so those shows do take place, and they are tied to the MCU. And then Netflix canceled Luke Cage and Iron Fist. Clearly, for Heroes for Hire, in my opinion. So here's the thing: if you're going to cancel them, and you're planning Heroes for Hire. I feel like you should announce that before canceling them. No, you know why? Because they're the buzz. They're they're letting they're letting the concept instead of yeah, being the proactive, act- they're letting it do it themselves. And then when they do announce it, well, it'll be that much more. That's what I, I mean, thought. I, the fact that the actors are pretty much under the impression that they were booted. Like oh, Mike really? Coulter is posting things talking about like how you know the silver lining. I get to spend more time with my daughter and like talking about how he's not acting. But he could be technically getting paid to do that too. Like God, they, I, yeah, no, but, but that's, they, they, then you're, done what lot. you're describing is super fake though. Like I'm hoping it's not that it, like I would be but more they've annoyed. Done, they've done things like that before to try and keep things under wraps yeah, man, because like people I, I, are moles, man. I, I shouldn't, I, I can't live under the assumption that everything you do is fake. Because if I do, then I, I'm gonna just be turned off by all aspects of it. But I also like I'm hoping that if if he, I mean, it's one thing if he was just talking about himself, but to post pictures with your daughter and be talking like mm. that's nasty. That's but, that's some manipulative but bullshit the thing, right there. But the thing though is, and this is something because I had two theories when I heard about it. I heard I had two theories right away. F- first one and the one that I truly think is they're getting rid of these two because they're going to merge them into one and they're going to do fingers crossed and the reason for that is that luke cage always did apparently really well from my understanding season two did really well even though i don't think it was as good a season it did very well but iron fist was obviously lacking especially in the first season and i didn't want again those are the series i haven't gotten a chance to watch yet but like just by reviews so if you if you want to capitalize on something you could reduce your cost by making one show. Sure, you're going to include a little bit extra cost on casting, but you're... 100%. Pre- if you're telling me that they canceled Luke Cage and Iron Fist so that they can merge, especially because a lot of people still want Missy Knight and McCauley Wing. Those those two alone, those two characters alone, I personally would like them to just have their own show. Which I was surprised that that wasn't going to be Heroes for Hire because they, they become Heroes for yeah, Hire they, at one point, Yeah, right? they become the second incarnation. Yeah. But yeah, like that's the thing. So... And the other thing is a lot of people are talking about the fact that Marvel canceled it. Guys, these are Netflix series. Marvel may have power in the production side, but even then, the series are produced by from the ABC studio division. Netflix is owned by ABC? No, Netflix is its own thing, but the Marvel shows that go on to it are under Disney 
and Disney's television division is ABC. is ABC. So at the end, a lot of the times you see it. It's like Netflix ABC distribution. But I also have another potential theory. Yeah. So we know that DC is creating their own Netflix of sorts, right? They're not well, doing a great every, job. Everyone's doing, like DC Universe has started. Yeah. Yeah. Is Marvel planning to do the same? In which case, so, it makes a wise choice to cut that, especially your if you're going to reboot it. I'm happy that you brought that up. So for anyone listening or anyone watching this, a reminder, that is 100% accurate. Disney is launching their own streaming service in the next coming year. However, nothing over PG-13. No way. Anything over PG-13 will most likely be pushed to Hulu, which once Disney acquired Fox, they became a 60% shareholder in Hulu. But who's to say they won't change? And like this is just me saying it out loud. Like, who's to say that they either do it with Hulu or they just say, okay, example, you have the Disney stream, yeah. the Disney channel, for lack Disney of a... Disney flicks, people are calling it. Disney flicks. Yeah. So Disney flicks, all, it's your PG. It's so that parents know mm -hmm. your kids could watch this. Exactly. That's why they're doing it. That's exactly why they're doing it. And then it. you have... Who, they could call it Hulu. They could call well, they, it. Yeah. They could call it MCU. They could call it anything that they want. But Hulu would have all the Marvel, all the Star Wars, most likely, because well, they because they, they, they're playing all. They're already. It's yeah, known that they want to do. Yeah. They want to do Star Wars. Yeah. Um, I, Mandalorians. I, Mandalorians is yeah. one. Uh, I know they want to. They're do, trying to break their deal with TBS to get all the movie rights back because yeah. TBS had the movie rights for Star Wars in the states. Yeah. So like, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they are talking about potentially doing like a Yoda TV show or something because everyone's always wanted to see Yoda's journey. I, you you seriously you're not curious about no. how Yoda becomes Yoda? Not at all. Sidebar. <laughs> Sidebar. Because he's a but, puppet. Like I don't want. Oh, you mean like an actual puppet? Yeah, <laughs> I, like, thought, I thought you meant like a puppet in the in the in the, no, no, the no, context no. of the universe. Like, I'm like, no, man, he's much more important. Where he, have like, you been? <laughs> like you can't do a live action Yoda. Why not? Is someone have a CGI character? Ah, oh, no, man. I do not want a CGI Yoda on a weekly basis, or you know, one big stream. No, but but what if you make it? What if the whole show is CGI? Like, yeah, because if, if, if it's let's say it's his world, right? If you're gonna do a CGI show, I'm down. If you wanted to do a Muppet show, no, I no, would no. fucking watch the shit out of that. A Muppet Yoda show where everyone's a Muppet? No. <laughs> But no. I'm sorry, I'm just picturing it. I can't. Even. I can imagine them all singing and stuff. Like they they drop their lightsabers and they like bring out banjos and stuff. Oh my god, I would um, watch the fuck out of that right or there. Or it's like, or did you ever remember? Oh, what's the name of the show? It was a, oh, a YTV show where there was like bugs and there was like the colorful bugs and like the black the like the charcoal bugs. Let's call them. Okay. And like. It was a musical show, and like the the charcoal bugs were like against music and happiness, and then the the bright bugs, they're like if they played music, it would like shoot like essentially paintballs. Good God! And this it sounds it, like it, Care Bears. It, oh, dude, it was ridiculous. It was around yeah. the same time as reboot, and when well, Beast Wars, Beasties, depending on where you live, yeah, yeah. Uh, came out like when it initially came out. It was ridiculous because when the when the the um, the the music darts, let's call them, or the music balls <laughs> would hit the um the charcoal bugs. Yeah. Either a one of two things would happen. Either they would go delirious or they'd be like super happy but essentially high on happiness. That is hilarious. And it was like I I it's so ridiculous. That is hilarious. So that's all I was imagining when you're talking about But that's like okay, so if you're you're Disney and you have now decided to launch a streaming service that is PG-13 because you know if you launch a PG-13 service, it can literally apply like everyone everywhere will be able to watch it. All the movies, everything. All your rated R content, you're going to push over to Hulu. Then why why 
work with Netflix to cancel the rated R Marvel hero shows because those are rated R shows. Yeah, there's but a lot but, of violence, there's blood, there's sexual. Put it on Hulu, right? Like this, the concept of that, doing the transition. I, I'm again. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. I, I no, you know, it's it's theories, it's rumors, it's ideas. I, I'm not against it. I just, it's weird. It would be weird to me to 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 make that move to move it because I know that Netflix is your competitor, but like because Netflix owns the rights to Luke Cage and Iron Fist because they're Netflix original series. And Daredevil's not considered that too. Yeah, Daredevil, Jessica, Punisher. Because I find it weird that those ones aren't canceled. By the way, that's why I'm saying I think Heroes well, for Hire or that's going to happen because exactly. Cause, yeah, that that has been a lot of the conversation. Because like for me, it's like I'm actually surprised Jessica Jones isn't canceled because I'd imagine she'd also be. Luke I mean, in, because she eventually becomes Luke Cage's wife. wife or yes, thing. that is so. Very like, true. I feel like oh, you'd maybe have, they'll merge Luke into the show with her. That's another thing. Ah, oh, but they, but why would you choose Luke like? Why would you choose Jessica Jones over Luke Cage since, from my understanding, Luke Cage was a bit more of a popular show compared to Jessica Jones? Or I mean, is it just Luke because Cage one was season first? one crashed Netflix. Oh, really? Yeah, the first day that it was released, Netflix had huge streaming issues because of how many people were trying to watch it. Crazy. That's how big the show was. So I agree with you that Luke Cage, I mean... Because you could also have Jessica Jones, like, because I was surprised that they're... Because the fact that they're not canceling the other shows, I'm a little surprised. Like, Punisher did Punisher. great. Punisher, they shouldn't cancel. Season one of Punisher, Dare, I thought was very well. Daredevil done. seems to do great. Daredevil, well, we're gonna talk about it. Yeah, but I thought. But it was um, Jessica Jones, for me, it's like the only reason why you haven't canceled yet, because again, I'm I'm underneath the assumption. I was always underneath the assumption that those three shows were gonna get merged into one because of Heroes for Hire and because of the relations that they all have. Mm. Like, why have a Jessica Jones and a Luke Cage show? It doesn't make sense because they, like you said, they eventually get married. So maybe I mean, they'll they'll build her up the, to a certain point yeah. and cancel the show and then merge it on but i don't know but i bet there's like i mean maybe there's tons I, of petitions to to get to to yeah, do that well though. even we, we, yeah frank and armstrong collective has a petition out there to launch a heroes for hire if you guys want to check it out you can check out our page on facebook facebook.com slash franklin armstrong d-o-t-c-o-m the petition is there if you guys want to sign it is a petition for them for netflix and marvel and disney to work together to create a heroes for hire series that focuses on the four characters of luke cage danny rand colleen wing and misty knight um um, and I think I think there's a lot of potential there. There's a lot of good story to be told with those four characters. In our post, it was posted as a limited series, the same way that Defenders was. Limited series just means that it's a one and done. There's only one season of it. The, the Defenders, they officially said it was only going to be one? As far as I understand, it's listed as a limited series, and it that means it should only be one season. Okay. They could potentially do another one. It would just be limited series part one and part two. We'll see. But from what I understand, I mean, especially after two of the shows were canceled, I definitely don't expect Defenders <laughs> 2 to come out. Yeah. I, yeah. And I know that Defenders, the idea behind Defenders was to be the equivalent of like the Avengers, like the coming together of all the characters and their stories. Mm. And it just really didn't work. It, well, I mean, I, 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 I didn't get to. That's the one thing that was actually going to be an interesting point for when we get into Daredevil. Yeah. Uh, like yeah, I, I've, not, I've, I've, I've not gotten, this. I've gotten, I didn't get a chance to watch Jessica Jones. I didn't get a chance to watch Luke Cage, Iron Fist, or Defenders. So mm -hmm. I know that, based off of what, uh, because to be honest, I, I mean, we watched what Daredevil has been almost two years since the last season came out. Yeah, it was like 2006. I didn't get a chance to rewatch those. I didn't. Mm -hmm. I wanted to watch Defenders uh, because I was like, I could you live. Should, yeah. I could live with the fact of not watching the other shows before that. But I was nervous. I was like, okay, is it going to affect? 
Daredevil a yes. lot. Not now, obviously, where Defenders ends is yeah. where it goes, right? Yeah. So like when Plus, I was watching, like you you don't have the full Electra story exactly. But yeah. again, when I was watching it, because I saw what happened, I was like, I won't lie. When I was starting to watch Daredevil, I'm like, I don't think that's how season two ended. <laughs> but I'm like. I could live with it. Like, they explained enough that I know what's going on. A building collapsed. He survived. You know what? Cool. I will give them that. You know, that's a very valid point. They did a good enough job that if you didn't watch Defenders and you just picked up for between season two and season three... It could work. It could work. It could because work. The, they give you the, the, the little summary of what sure, happens. Sure, but even if you didn't watch the summary, it might be a little confusing, but it, it's fast-paced enough and doesn't really rely on the information. Mm. Like you said... Oh, he got hurt. A building fell on him. He survived. Oh, where's Electra? She's dead. Oh, but she was alive. You never saw her alive. I never saw it alive, but, but she's not ever brought into Daredevil again, right? Yeah. So exactly. it doesn't affect that. And they, from my understanding, other than the intro, yeah, there was only one time. It was in the like the last episode that they reference any, and it could have been Defenders or it could have been Jessica Jones because they make one reference. To Jessica specifically, yeah, in like the last or second to last episode, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I mean, which I thought that was really good because I was like, thank God, because I wouldn't have wanted to watch like five seasons of stuff that I potentially wouldn't like just to continue. I still think it's worth watching all of them because it just builds a fun story. But at this point, it is also a lot of hours of television, yeah, because it's like 13, 10 or 13 episodes per season for each show, per like, it's just a lot. All that to say, we're going to be talking about Daredevil Season 3 right now. Mm. Um, so, thumbs I, up or thumbs down? Oh, you want me to go to the rating? Thumbs well, up. Well, just just, just to be able to, to, to say, should we talk about what we think is bad first, or should we talk about what we think is good first? That's my problem. For once, I don't have a bad. Oh, I have bads. I, I'll, I, I'll go with I, bads. I, I watched the show. Yeah, so I'll let you go first then. Because I okay. went first when okay. I, I had bad to talk about That's okay. Titans. So, I don't have a lot of bads. Mm. But I do have some. Okay. Um, one is, although there's always payoffs in my opinion, a lot of it was a slow burn. A lot of it was was slow starting. An example, the first two episodes, Ooh. although there was a lot mm. going on, by the end of the but second the episode, I was were there. So good. No, that's what I'm saying. Like yeah. there was always a payoff. Yeah. But there was but there were times where I was like can you just get to the point? Oh, amazing. That's a great point, but I did not need that much time to get to that point. That's fair. And like, yeah, because the first episode and the second episode, literally the things that make them good are done in the last eight minutes. Yeah, exactly. Because like, I was worried. I was yeah, actually, yeah, yeah, at yeah, the yeah, end yeah. of the first, That's fair, like, yeah. I was like getting close to the end of the second episode. I'm like, this better not be the whole way, I know, man. Yeah, this yeah, better yeah, not yeah, be yeah, the whole yeah, way. Yeah. That's fair. That's so fair. that I wasn't uh, happy about. Um, <laughs> although it completely makes sense because of the story, one thing I was a little disappointed about, yeah. no costume. Like, we went an entire first season, no costume. Yeah. A second season, we finally get a half-ass co- like it. It was a nice costume, but it's not a dare. It was like because like the the season. I thought it was good. No, but the season, the, the, it, it's it reminded me of the yellow and black and red costume, how it was designed and stuff. Yeah. Like how it was patchy. That's a good costume. That's fine, but like I want the all red costume, and I was hoping to get They're that. They're not going to give you the skin tight red costume. No, it doesn't have to be skin tight. It just has to be red. So what? You just don't want any black on it? No, it just it's just a zipe. It's like if you want to call it, but because example in Flash, right? Yeah. Even in Arrow, every season there's a new ep- there's a new suit. Yeah. It's not to make it about better, that. but it's it's because it's showing that there's evolution in the in the character stuff. Yeah. Second in, of in all, equipment, yes. You know, a lot of things happen, and like don't get me wrong, 
And this is an argument I had actually with Mike Wilcox because he was upset. He was upset about the fighting. He's like, it's not realistic. He's like, how does like a hurt daredevil with that FBI guy take on like eight SWAT guys? Because like Mike's family has a bit of a, a, a link to, to police office and yeah. whatnot. So he knows what is required to be a SWAT guy. Yeah. So he's like, there's no way like 10 guys who could like basically bench press like twice themselves. Who's like, who are like on par, know what they're doing. Yeah. Can't take out two guys, one being like excessively injured, being Daredevil. Yeah, but and like I get it. My argument to that is, you're in a comic book world. They they're going from realistic to just trying because they're finally getting really into their comic book. Yeah. They have to exp- like because like when he told me that, I'm like, you should not watch Punisher. But the, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, because Punisher's like shot like 50 times. Yeah, and still exactly. around. Here's my thing with that though, and I I've heard that argument before, and I've even made the argument for why I want these TV shows to be more realistic and more grounded in reality, so that we can compare them more to top tier shows as opposed to comparing them to other fantasy shows. But like, so, but that's where they take a lot of leeway in this like even exactly. in this one but here's the thing daredevil uh, uh, don't get me wrong he it's a fantasy it's a blind kid who has a sonar system mm-hmm. that makes him incredibly quick and agile and all and, those uh, yeah. things so when you're talking about how how could he fight 10 guys he can because he has the ability at rest daredevil sonar goes 150 yards 360 degrees no agreed. so any movement shifts in air pressure anything he senses it and that's why you know someone's gonna punch him he knows to tighten those muscles to resist the yeah punch. but when those muscles are bleeding out and like cut like you know what yeah, i mean cut. Like, no, yeah. no, 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 i get it i'm not arguing it i'm just saying i could see that point that's not oh, one of the things sure. i'm arguing but I mean, I, I, but it, it's it, just the suit also helps that yeah suspension of disbelief oh i see what you're saying as the armor like as the armor as the i will as, agree. he doesn't have the tools yeah. anymore and i was a little disappointed i will with the say tools. yeah i will say that when it yeah he doesn't have the sticks which i really i really do like but the other thing is he had so much head trauma like so much head trauma like it's we're not talking like one or two hits to the head we're talking severe concussion a building fell on him he fell into the water didn't he, have hearing he doesn't have his hearing in one ear he does so his senses his sonar senses are off there's that episode where they have the flashback to a conversation he has with karen where he explains to her how his senses work i can tell that you stopped at the curry place because i can smell the curry on your clothes but you didn't buy anything you had alcohol i can smell that i can t- no i not even that he smells it he said i could taste it yeah on you because he could he, his sense of taste is so well that his sense of smell and taste in the air the particles are things that he can identify so he can follow you based on his sense of smell his sense of taste his sense of sound all of that stuff so when he's fighting people and stuff like that i get it when he's getting bashed in the head and his powers are reduced i get why people would be like well this doesn't even make sense Mm -hmm. but also at the end of the day i agree with you what you're saying it's superhero stuff if we don't if we can't suspend disbelief then because that was my thing remember my issue with titans last week wasn't actually the superhero stuff it was the base logic of the other yeah. stuff cameras in the wrong places mm. paper not burning <laughs> like don't even the, get me started. The, those are things that don't make sense in physics in Burned the person yeah but then you know when you're talking about this you know if you're going to talk to me about starfire's powers then i'm going to be like yeah i can believe that starfire can burn a room can she burn a room and control uh, uh, a eight a, by a eleven square square on a table <laughs> that seems a little ridiculous to me, and I'm not going to believe that as much. Can Daredevil, you know, walk around as a blind man with his senses? 
well, that's a far stretch of the imagination, but I'm cool with it. Can he be beaten? Can he take on 10 guys while in with internal bleeding? A little less. That's a little less. If you had your suit on. Yeah, <laughs> if he had the suit on, I agree. Or with the, like, if he had a helmet on, because he yeah. was just wrapping his head with two pieces of cloth. <laughs> I agree. So I so, agree. I agree, and I see that. But it, that doesn't ruin it to the point where I'm not going to enjoy it. Oh, the show. no. It's just like, that. That's just something, like, as a fanboy, it's yeah. like, I wanted that. Even, even if you want to go through the whole thing, and then when he's like... Now I'm Daredevil again. At the end, give me the suit back. Yeah. The last pose, if you want. Uh, another thing that I was getting a little annoyed about because I thought it was a, it was done enough. Um, his self-loathing, oh, okay. specifically being the like pity game, like screw you, Foggy, screw you, Karen, because he's like, oh, that, oh yeah. I'm gonna defend you guys by not bringing you involved. I'm like, dude, that shit's too late. And yeah. oh, I don't want Foggy to get involved, but I'll steal his <laughs> ID and go to a prison. Well, and like, wait, wait, yeah. So. My lot, a lot of people would be like, oh, but it's not fucking. No, but you know what would happen? Uh, anyone who's smart and knows Kingpin enough, he'd be like, oh, cool. What's the fake ID that he used? Oh, a Foggy Nelson. Let's go question Foggy Nelson. Yeah. And let's well, beat the shit out of him until, I, he's, until he tells us how he got that. I oh, he doesn't know how he got him? Let's kill Foggy Nelson because we've done too much. I will say that that was weirdly written because the idea is that he shows up and he tells Foggy, I don't want you to be involved with this. And then Jack's Foggy's ID from his wallet. His whole wallet. His whole yeah he yeah. Which sorry, I understand that he just he grabs the whole <laughs> wallet. Yeah, because he's pretty much living on the streets at that point. Everyone thinks he's dead, and then they figure out he's not dead, and he's just been missing. Blah blah blah. But the problem with that scene was he goes to see Foggy, and then tells Foggy don't get involved, but then steals Foggy's ID, and like you said, goes to the prison, does all that stuff. Why did he do it that way? He could have taken something off of Foggy without Foggy ever noticing. That's another thing. He is that skilled. But you know what? I, I thought So that scene annoyed me only because I know that they wanted Foggy to know that Matt was back and that's how they were doing it. Mm. But it annoyed me that they did it that way because he shouldn't have he shouldn't have said anything about like, well, you know, don't get involved, blah blah blah, and then taking his ID, which outright makes him involved. For me, I feel like as a human yeah. person, as a person as a human being. <laughs> that's what <laughs> that was a little weird. That, okay, yeah. No, I'm not an alien uh, people. Uh, not, not Area 51 here. <laughs> um, hence why the Star, Starfire thing from last week. Oh, <laughs> um, but no, I feel like that actually showed his human side in the sense that it showed that he actually missed Foggy. Of course. Because like, that, that was the way of saying, he I love you Foggy, and yeah. whatnot. I, I, because the one thing that always comes across is that he treats Foggy like shit. A little bit. You fine? I find he treats Foggy like like not Not when they're good, but anytime he's doing the self-loathing crap, he treats him like shit. Yeah, but he treats everyone like shit. Yeah, at agreed. that point, yeah, but, it's not as much foggy as he's just being a self-righteous jerk. Mm. Yeah, but uh, so that would be. Oh, and the one last thing, um, and I don't blame the actress. Uh, I hate Karen Page. Karen Page. Sorry. It looks like overacting a lot. She had a lot of like the, <laughs> but I lost a tissue. Like you're not even I in a fight. Like can't why stand Karen Page? But I do not blame the actress for that. One, but but one thing I have to say. You wasted 40 minutes of my life with the Karen episode because <laughs> I'm not the only one. Who let, no, but let's be let's be honest. Oh, daddy, c can I come home? No, <laughs> yeah. I don't need 40 minutes to find out why, <laughs> especially since that could have been done literally in five minutes. You could have had a flashback. Oh, mom's dead. I'm angry at everyone. You know I do the scratch. Oh, screw you. I'm a druggie. Oh, my brother's trying to stop me. Oh, we got yeah. into a car accident. Because like, that could have been done in 10 minutes. They did the Point Dexter episode with his flashback with Fisk listening to the tapes. And the way they did it was 
impeccable, if you ask me. I thought that was one of the best episodes. Yeah. But they also did that in a sh- way shorter span. Way and, shorter. And did it in a super interesting way. So for Karen's episode, and, you know, I, I've I, I've seen conversations where some people are just like, oh, you guys just don't like it because she's a woman. <laughs> yeah. No, come on. It has nothing to do with the fact that Karen's a woman. It has everything to do with, A, I don't like that we had to sacrifice the black Ben Ulrich so that Karen could have a place in the universe. That already really bugged me because then when you look at Daredevil, there are like almost no characters of color except for Naheem this year. Uh, but before, Electra of, of the past. She's not really... Eh. She's supposed to be like Asian or whatever. Yeah. Like, I I, mean, I'm talking about the character, not necessarily the actress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Nadim is, is brown. Cool. He has a whole brown family connection going on. I'm down with that. Uh, season two, you're right. You did have Electra. I shouldn't take that away from her. She's a person of color and female. Uh, and then, but season one, you have Ben, and then you get rid of Ben so that Karen can become the journalist. And then, which she- doesn't make sense also in continuity, an actual comic book continuity. I know. I know. Which is annoying. You and I are on the same page with that. So to lose Ben Ulrich so that we could have Karen become the journalist and then for Karen to be a bad journalist. Like, she's a bad journalist. She's a she's biased... A good, she's a good... Biased in, journalist. She's biased. A, a good investigator. Thank you. She's Which is investi- what they hint to at the, at the end. end. Yes. She's great end. with investigations. She's not a good journalist. No. So she's the person that... She's influenced I'm, by all sorts. All sorts. She's the person that they should hire to help them investigate information. She's not the person who should be writing the stories. And the fact that they, that Ben could have had her as a partner and Ben could have still been around. And he could have and, mentored her. Exactly. You know, that I would have been okay with. But to kill him outright so that you could do it this way was super annoying. And I, like I said, I don't, like, I agree with you. We didn't need, and I, you can ask my partner, when her and I were watching the show, I said to her, I was just like, I don't want this Karen episode. Why? Are, and she said, don't worry, it's going to flip back once they kill the brother. And I was just like, and she's just like, it will. And I was like, okay. Good call. And then the the brother dies and it flips back. And she's like, see, I told you. They just wanted us to get to the point where you see every, because she keeps mentioning my brother. I killed my brother. I killed my brother. So they're going to be like, well, you, the fan, can decide if she actually killed her brother by watching. Yeah, you damn well killed your brother. You were high on coke and alcohol driving. Like, I I understand that your brother couldn't drive. But, you know, drive off and then hide somewhere. Or drive really slow. Anything. But you're speeding. He's dying. You're not paying attention. You drive into... But was he even really dying? He just got beat. I don't know. Yeah. He just got beat up really bad if you think about it. But, I mean, being beaten up like that and then going into a car accident, probably not great. Oh, no, no. No, but it's the car accident that kills him. He wasn't dying like just there. It was the horrible neck... And then everyone... That was very visual. And And then everyone in the town protects her. Like, you know, the fact that... They turn around and the cops are cleaning it up. Yeah, but that's because of everything that happened with the family. The mom, yeah, I, I, that's cool because that definitely is um, small. Privilege? No, but that no, that's small, small town, town men- Small <laughs> town mentality. <laughs> you're being racist right now because it could be any type whoa, of privilege. Like, <laughs> like what if you're, you're gonna call me out on racism, I'm joking, I will I'm play joking, that game. I'm joking. That is privilege. <laughs> if you live in a world where you, a person, can drive around kill your brother while drunk and high on cocaine and the town's guy's just like it's okay there honey we gonna fix that up and you bleeding into my eggs is perfectly fine get the fuck out of here with that shit um, that is some privilege ass bullshit but, writing right there but you know what also upset me about those 40 minutes that they were bad other than that it actually ruined karen for me because no offense you've gone through a mother dying of cancer yeah. you've gone through being a dealer 
yeah. killing your brother and being disassociated with your dad how you're behaving now yeah, you're you should be selfish. fucking no but you should have much fucking st- 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 uh, sterner skin <laughs> yeah. e- oh, e- even okay. even based off of that when she like early on in the season gets upset at the kids for like harassing that girl and then goes up to the kids with a gun to their face you're like no the Karen Page who survived that event would not do that i'm sorry i mean she'd still I- be tough as nails but she shouldn't be running around aiming guns at people to try and make a point. Were those guys acting inappropriately? 100%. Should you pull a gun and threaten to kill somebody? I feel like that's a little that's a little over the top. If if those guys had like grabbed somebody, yo, by all means, pull out multiple gats and take care of all that shit. But it like them being inappropriate jerks does not mean you just get to start threatening to murder everybody. I feel like that was a very big jump. And I know that there are people out there who would just be like, "Well, yeah, they anyone who acts like that deserves to be threatened." <laughs> No, that's not how that works. There, the pendulum shouldn't swing like that. It shouldn't mm-hmm. be like, I disagree with that action, so I'm allowed to threaten murder. I just feel like it makes... it makes For her, it's like, you should have had... A, from day one, she should have had tougher skin. B, she wouldn't be having all these... <laughs> moments. Yeah. You know what I mean? <clears throat> Even the fact, like... <clears throat> something that's a little contradictory. If you're going to go toe-to-toe with the kingpin... Yo, and let, let's just start this off. That's if true. I'm gonna go toe to toe with the kingpin, yeah. If I am, I'm not packing my bags after I see him. My bags are already packed. My tickets yeah. bought, and it's the cab is waiting downstairs yeah. that I hired off the like the black web. And, and like the, the you other know, thing I don't understand like, is 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 she is the idea that she's suicidal because she went in there hoping to aggravate him into assaulting her. It's and, argumentative that they're both suicidal. But like, so, cause she says it, she explains it to Foggy cause Foggy realizes what she's doing. He goes, he gets her out. He, he says, she's planning to kill him. So obviously they stopped the interview. Mm. And then she's like, I will, if you know, if I could at least get him to do something, he'd get, first of all, if you'd gotten him to beat you to a pulp, nothing would have happened. Cause we find out later he already owns everybody. Mm-hmm. But so you would have died for nothing, but also you'd be dead. Like, I don't yeah. know. What is your point? Like you have no clue what's going to happen afterwards. Are, you're hoping that things will work out the right way, but you're what willing to sacrifice your life in the gamble? Like that makes there's no yeah. plan, there's yeah. no forward thinking, and that's one of the and reasons. She's supposed to be a planner too. Could, could, well, she's based tactical, off of yeah. Like based she, off previous, and that and that's the thing. Karen as a character is interesting, but the decision making analytical side of her mind was lacking. And you know what? I will say, I love Foggy. Foggy's I really great. like. I've always I liked Foggy. This version since of Fo- Mighty Ducks. <laughs> yeah, I think this version of Foggy is better than in the comic book. I, I think his his evolution from season to season is amazing. Yeah, my thing with Foggy though is Foggy. I know you care about Matt a lot, and I know you are supposed to. You're trying to be the moral compass for Matt when Matt is talking about killing somebody. But I gotta say, man, if I'm in your situation. And this, and I'm, you know, my parents are being taken advantage of. They could go to jail. My brother's been taken advantage of. He could go to jail. I have a partner that I live with that is in danger. My best friend is in danger. My other best friend is in danger. My community is in danger. The, 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 there seems to be rampant corruption all around. The Blake Tower is not stepping forward to try and stop things. You you go to the grand jury. And there's corruption. They've gotten to the jury. Mm-hmm. The, you find out the FBI is on the take. 
You're telling me you can't for a second understand why somebody wants to kill the kingpin? Like, just for a second. Like, because you're hot. Like, I love you, Foggy. I get that you're the compass. I get you. The, the idea is when the writers were writing Foggy, he never breaks. Yeah, that's definitely but That's definitely it. I, I, and I get that. I get that. I get it. But, but don't be naive. Yeah. There, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's the, it's the naivete of just sheer hope in this young man's eyes. That's like, no matter what, there's still a chance we can get him out. And I'm like, dude, first in the end, it doesn't even work out the way Foggy wanted it to work out. The only reason the Kingpin goes to jail is because Matt threatens him. Yeah. It's not the law. Yeah. It's not... No. Which, that's a lot of foreshadowing, though. It's all, Because now, the one thing that I, I was like, okay, cool about this, but yeah. like it's obviously ruining something in her future. She's obviously dead now. The Who? wife is the wife will die, and that's when the Vanessa? Kingpin... I think Vanessa will die, and that's when the Kingpin's going to be like, screw this, I'm getting out of jail. Hmm. That's how yeah, because that's it. the only reason he's there. That's the only reason why he's there. I was actually... That's one thing, and um, Mike, uh, my buddy Mike Wilcox, he's like, oh, I saw that coming. I didn't, but mind you, I didn't because I'm not... He saw what coming? He saw that... Uh, Vanessa was gonna kind of want to take over to be basically kingpin. Well, it's funny because I, in the I, comic I didn't see book, that. I didn't see that happening in the comic. It, that book was that kind of blindside. Like, don't get me wrong. I bet if you rewatch everything and you like, because Mike is very meticulous, which is really cool, and that's actually why he actually does great work and uh, how he learned to, to draw so quickly. But for me, I was like, I wasn't thinking about the wife. I thought she was cannon fodder since day one. No, I I did think she was gonna be interested in the business. I didn't think she'd wanna. I didn't think she'd be making hits on her day one. Mm. I will say that. I did think she was going to be interested in the business because she didn't seem bothered by the type of person he was. In the comic book, she's actually very bothered by the type of person he oh, is. Really? Yeah, and eventually like wants to get away from him. I didn't and, even know that. Honestly, quite honest, I didn't know that he was he had a wife in the comic. Like, I'm not I don't a big, know if it's his wife or his partner, friends. but she. there is a Vanessa and the, the, I think a son named Richard. Uh, oh, yes, yes. But, I remember. like... That's one of the things that made that character... I mean, it was interesting. The way they were writing her about how she's running around and she's being protected and the bodyguards and she's not finding about the biz- finding out about the business. I was just like, okay, I see how you guys are kind of playing this up. She's going to want in. And I can understand why she would want in. Because you've been doing so much that she's going to be like... Well, what you're damned what is, if you do, if you damned if you don't. Yeah, like I'm already part of your life. You've already been been hiding me. You've already been protecting me. I might as well just know what's going on, as opposed to pretending like I don't. Like, oh, you're just a businessman with these insane armed guards yeah. and all these. You know, I get moved around at night on private jets with fake passport. Like, come on. Yeah. You know, so. But so I guess we're now going talking about the positive things in the show. I will I mean, say. I feel like we already started. Touching I'll right say now. this: Episode four was specifically where it turned for me because that's when, and uh, I love the. Uh, I think it's called a one shot or one camera point of view. Like when they just keep one camera going oh, the yeah, whole yeah. time. I I know like the most, the biggest one that first started it all was the one from Goodfellas. There's one I don't know if you ever seen the movie, but there's like I think it's when Ray Liotta's character is introducing his wife. I think it's their wedding slash introducing his soon-to-be wife to all the mobsters, and they go out through the whole thing. It's one of yeah. like the first times I like, oh, this is the craziest thing since like spread. They've actually done it for TV shows. Yeah, Mad About You did a full episode. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, but that whole, I mean, don't worry. There's times where they stop it when they're doing the story, but the whole fight scene in the prison, yeah. which was designed like that, yeah. I was like, 
And that was a nod to the because they've done that in the other seasons. I loved it. I thought yeah. I thought it's that, always nice when they do those. That whole scene, I was like, "Thank you for bringing back the action." Because it's so good, especially because so the good. choreography to do something like that is so intense. Because mm-hmm. it remember, like I don't know, you know. Shout out to Fred Nguyen, who's a uh, and hi, KK. Uh, fu- yeah, so shout out to K Courtney K. Um, but yeah, Fred Nguyen is a local martial arts, uh, f- like fight. He does like fights in films and and all that stuff. He's done mocap for video games here in Montreal and whatnot. And him and uh, two other guys had a panel at Comic-Con this year where they showed you the fighting and how they set up the fights and the movements and framing and blocking and nice. all and it was super interesting and because of watching those guys Fred and his and his boys and and how they they really explained it and the acting behind it seeing the core it's a dance and they explained yeah. it it's a dance and to see them do that dance in one take in one shot through the prison is incredible so because good. there's so many moving parts and everyone has to move very specifically and you have to like you know the camera has to move to the right here so you have to throw that guy this way and then like there's one part where one of the guys that's fighting gets like uh, one of the SWAT guys gets hits in the hit in the face as Matt is running out of the room and they pan the angle mm-hmm. and I, I was know just, which one you're yeah. talking about yeah. and I was just like wow that is so well done to capture that but to capture them and to frame it so well and mm-hmm. and like, you see it you see that they put a lot of effort into making these scenes yeah. and and like the only time they took a break was basically when Matt finally gets with the rush or sorry the um yes yeah Albanian yeah Albanian or yeah, whatever it yeah, is because yeah, they have breaks, a conversation yeah. you're like it was and I think they did that more for the actors like okay yeah. guys you can take a break because <laughs> it's been like 20 minutes <laughs> yeah, everyone's in the back they're just like <laughs> sweating bullets you know <laughs> yeah um, yeah but I mean yeah I think I I really think I agree with you. The action this season was done exceptionally well. I think in whole and in, in all, even Iron Fist was done really well this season, like this year, I should say, because I guess this is like the the this year this group of mm-hmm. seasons was like this year's version of all of them. And I do agree, they did a really good job with it. The only critique I have with the fighting, and it's not even really critique as much as like, oh, I just noticed this, mm. Matt like takes a lot of people's heads in this movie and just slams Smash, it yeah. against them, and you're just like. Yo. It's well, no, it's fine, especially since Effective. no no suit, no weapons, right? Yeah. Like that's why I was like, uh, that's why I wasn't bothered by it. But I was like, you know, me. Um, I, so- I mean, I've been in a fight in my life and had to do that. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Some yeah, someone jumped on me from behind and was choking me, and I just ran backwards towards a wall Shit. and pushed their head to the wall. And I did not feel bad about it well, because no, they're choking not. me. So when I saw Matt do it, I was just like, yeah, that's a thing. I was in high school. This was a long time okay. ago. It's, uh, it's like 20 years ago at this point. But, yeah. you know, it, it's a thing. You, like yeah. A wall is a wonderful weapon if someone's trying <laughs> to hurt you, man. Like, you take advantage of what's around yeah. you. So definitely the, definitely the fighting was good. Uh, I thought kingpin's evolution in this season was like i could only describe it as it was great kingpin and the fbi was so well done and that they that, name him that was so and, sick but it also annoyed me so much annoyed me so. n- not in a bad way it annoyed me that he was so good at it <laughs> like when when they tell nadim and they're just like you work for fist now you work for fist now and then the next episode is the explanation of like why do you think your daughter your your sister-in-law's insurance got like the like that so one thing that we we didn't explain we didn't touch on wilson fisk as a businessman and what melvin i think is the other character the the guy Uh, the fixer 
I don't remember his name at the moment. But Melvin is a fixer who puts things into play so that the so that Fisk can manipulate situations. And the idea that they have, are so forward thinking as to plan months and years in advance is and every aspect too. Like every it, aspect. Like they were like, "Oh, this guy could go left and right." So we have left and right and what if he goes straight? It, and you it's know? scary. The only I think the only person they didn't plan for was Point Dexter, yeah. which is Benjamin Point. That was like a gift for them. Yes, exactly. And, and that again, Bullseye. The way how they did Bullseye, because the yes. only thing you know about Bullseye really in the comic books is that he's a crazy psychopath. Yeah, and they did that perfectly. They, he was one of the be- like Wilson Bethel, the actor. I know him from the show Heart of Dixie with Rachel Bilson. Okay, where he just plays like one of them good old boys from down by the creek. Okay, and I just remember thinking like. Holy! Sh- this this dude can actually act like because yeah. those CW Heart of Dixie and all those types of shows where there's just like you know the poppy song like mm. you know, I know, r- I know the Riverdale's and yeah. then it's like oh this is just our cutesy little story that we have and it's not actually anything all that real or important and then you watch it and you're just like oh actually this is insanely well done you're telling a very good story and you know. It's crazy that this actor can actually act as well. And the thing I liked, I liked that they, and I'll, I'm just going to coin it from the movie. I like that they dark knight him. Like they use sounds for him so that he is amplified. Like, for example, every time he's going insane and he's not oh, yeah. touching okay. the, he's not, he's not listening to his mu- the music. Yeah, he's yeah. not doing, he's losing his job. You hear that, like that static. Yeah. Because that's the static that's going through his brain because that's yeah. him like losing it. I thought that was really cool. The only thing I have to ask, and I don't know if you know this, so he, and big spoilers for people who are listening, so he becomes paralyzed, right? At the end. Of the when show. He's, when he's fighting Wilson Fisk. Oh, and, yeah. And then they, uh, you see him doing the surgery. Yeah. Is that a real thing? Is that going to build into something important? Hmm. I, feel, I don't know. I, I thought it was like, weird as I thing, but whatever. I feel like there is there is something about bullseye and a spine injury there is but i don't know what it is okay i just know there is there is something there i don't know where it's tapped from what story it comes from but i remember there is something i should have looked it up because it's true i remember when i saw the scene and he's like there and they're they're talking about well i mean we can't really do anything he is vertebrae eight and nine are like shattered they're just like, well, keep... And they're like, well, we'll keep medical, 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 and we'll keep doing he it. He knew his risks, blah, blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And then they show his eye and his eye, his his iris and his pupil and have the bullseye symbol in it. And you're like, okay. That was the one thing that, that, was, one thing that was kind of cool because eventually you, you realize, like, specifically when you see his memories, you're like, okay, this guy's obviously... Anyone who knows comic books know that he's going to be bullseye. Yeah. No one else probably I mean, I thought he was bullseye from just the moment he... When the first time they introduce him and he's shooting everyone, one because remember when they so the first yeah. time you see Bullseye, he's Benjamin Poindexter. He works for the FBI. He's on the mission protecting Fisk as they're transporting Fisk from the penitentiary to the hotel, Presidential Hotel, where he's going to be staying in the penthouse as part of his release and his agreement. And they get jacked, they get hit, and the Albanians are coming after him. And Fisk is in there and he, he appears scared, but good acting like D'Onofrio playing Fisk playing Sphere was amazing mm-hmm. but anyways and then you so you hear lots of gunshots everyone shooting all the bullets then you hear doom, 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 and you just see bodies dropping and I'm like who the hell is that accurate and then and it immediately hit me I was like oh that's bullseye 
Mm-hmm. And then the fact that he like shoots, 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 and then runs out of bullets and hit and kills one of them with like the cartridge and hits him in the throat. Yeah, but that's, did you know that because you knew Bullseye was going to be coming, or did you, because like you technically because that's the one thing I did know he was going to be coming. Yeah, so that you already kind of have that knowledge, right? So it's uh, a question okay. of whether because example, the thing that I, I liked about him, and I, I even I could give this to Jigsaw as well. If I don't know their real names, had you known. Whether you're watching The Punisher or whether you're watching Daredevil for Jigsaw and and, uh, Bullseye, if you know their names, then you know right away. Yeah, and I did, The thing I liked about both these, like, example, for Punisher, the thing I liked was, like, while it was going, like, oh, this guy would be cool to be someone, like, one of the Punisher's bad guys, like Jigsaw or something, and then he ends up being Jigsaw. And you're like, oh, cool. Yeah, and then you're like, oh, this guy is pretty interesting. Who's going to be? And then you see, like, the the ball being thrown. You're like, oh, amazing. I know exactly what's going to be. Because the thing with the cartridge, you're like, Ah, that could be a one-off. <laughs> like you're kind of like, all right. You maybe. really thought no? Because I, mean, okay, I said I didn't make that connection. I was yeah, I was yeah, too yeah. excited about what was going on. Yeah, yeah. To be honest, because that, that was one of the the other really good scenes. Um. So other things I really liked. I love that Kingpin was finally named the Kingpin. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I like that. It, what it, I like that instead of it being from the streets up, it's from the up down. Yeah, the government for a change, yeah, which yeah, is yeah. going to be cool because for sure he's going to be known as the Kingpin. Yeah. I thought it was really cool how. They basically made him go into his real suit, minus the pink. Yeah. And I like that because it was more like when you were watching, I got a sense of like, oh, this is his prison gear. Yeah. Like instead, his orange suit instead. Yeah. And you're like, but yeah, but it's, he gets to be the kingpin. Like I was there, I'm like, because it's so rare that you get to see exactly how it's supposed to be. Again, minus the pink. Yeah. But I was there, I'm like, amazing. And then when Vanessa's like, oh, I think you should have a flower. Yeah. And I'm like, amazing. <laughs> Yo, because yeah. I'm a stickler about that shit. Vincent D'Onofrio, ever since the movie Cell with Jennifer Lopez, which scared the out of me when I was younger, I've always looked at this guy and said, you are an actor just above and beyond everyone. You're skilled in a way that you could play anybody. Like, he's that good. But Full Metal Jacket, no? I actually didn't know him from Full Metal Jacket. I knew him from. Okay, but you know, have you ever seen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like when when I it took a while because when I watched him the first time, I was like, "This is really bothering me." I know that he was like on a Law and Order or a CSI or whatever. Yeah, and I was like, and I was like, "Oh, I guess that's what it is." And then one of my friends was like, "Oh, it says that he's Full Metal Jacket." And then the second he said, "I'm like, of course it's that guy. Amazing. This makes so much." Yeah, because he commits suicide, right? In the movie, he's basically one of these uh, like you know how you because the Full Metal Jacket is like. Like you going into the military and with yeah, the experience, yeah. right? So you always know that there's gonna be this one guy who's like fat and lazy or whatever. He's yeah. like making the cut, and he's that guy who the general's always like, "Give me twenty, give me yeah, twenty. Yeah, you're a fat piece of shit. You're a yeah. piece of shit. You're a piece of shit." And then at one point in time, he's just like, because uh, he's always saying like, "Your gun's your best friend," and blah, blah blah blah. And he's like, "I'm playing with my gun. I'm preparing my gun." And then he basically kills the general, and then he kills himself. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, the, he, in the cell, he's like a serial killer, and I think they have to go into his mind. Oh, he's okay because I never yeah. saw that movie, but now okay, I remember because I remember the premise because yeah. they're going in his mind to get to find out like the to solve the case. Yeah. Essentially. yeah, 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 yeah. So you know, watching him play Wilson Fisk, and I remember thinking oh, he's not big enough. <laughs> I was wrong. Yeah, he's that, I'm telling size. you, he's yeah because he's six three. They probably put him in lifts, making him like six five. So he and and they shoot him low, every shot yeah, low always, angle yeah. to make him look 
bigger and more menacing. Every shot, every time he's next to anybody, he's standing next to anyone, they always shoot him at that angle to really give him the size, to emphasize the size of just this bulk. And one of the things, like, we've talked about it because we we actually did an episode. If you guys want to check out that canon, the most recent that canon that's out is one about Kingpin. Mm -hmm. uh, it's Civil War II Kingpin. It was done in 2016. It's a story about the Kingpin trying to reclaim his his mantle. And one of the things is, and I read up about it, read up on it after we did the episode and watching Daredevil. You know his size, he's like a sumo wrestler. It's actually not yeah. fat, it's all muscle, it's mm -hmm. bulk. It's like, you know, the, the um, strongest man competitors. Yeah. He's built like that. So that's why he's such a big guy. Yeah, he's like 2% so, body fat or something. Yeah, like. so Ridiculous. he looks obese. I mean, he is overweight. So yeah. He's definitely overweight for his frame, but he's also just pure built muscle. Like, that guy has to have abs of fucking... Well, I don't know. He probably has a belly, but, like, you know, it's all, like, steel. Like, I don't know yeah, how to explain no, that's what it. I'm saying. He's like Obelix from Asterix <laughs> and Obelix. Like, he's just a huge, strong man who can crush, like, pick people up by with one hand by the throat and crush them. You know? Mm, bad news. And he, and he hates bad news. <laughs> hey, oh, yeah. He's a very... You don't want to be the guy. Every time... you're going to die. <laughs> every time people, people are just like, I'm just delivering the message. Like, you could tell they're all afraid they're going to get killed. Because he regularly kills people yeah, when he, he doesn't no, like... He, he likes to kill the messenger. I know. It's, it's his fun. It's dangerous. It's dangerous. Yeah. But all this to say, you know, Vincent D'Onofrio, amazing actor. Charlie Cox, amazing actor. Um, you know, Eldon Heldson as Foggy, amazing uh, I think one of the underrated actors this season, my boy, the Jay Leno from New Delhi, um, <laughs> Ray Nadim, Jay Ali. Oh, I hate how he dies, though. Sure. I was like, oh. But I knew, you knew it was You knew he was going to die, but yeah. that way you're like, ah, oh, come on. Because he didn't even try and hide it. Yeah. Like, how, to be honest, that was the one thing I'm like, how is he not getting caught by cops at this point? Yeah, yeah. That was the one thing. Yeah, because he was just at his house. He just, he, he shot him. Like, someone could have been, like, barbecuing and be like, oh. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> just yeah. like shoot that guy yeah. too. I mean, there's a lot of things that there there are some leniency. Yeah, they take. yeah. I mean, one of the major ones is when D Daredevil throws Bullseye off the balcony. Oh, and that he, that is one thing I yeah. Mil I, Mike Wilcox was like super against that. And I'm like, I, I'm pretty. I, against I, I'll that. give you that. I am. I, I'll that. give you completely that. If you're gonna have, if you're gonna throw Bullseye from the second or maybe even third story mm -hmm. in a church, and he hits the ground. And in the time it takes Karen to step, like, step down and check on Daredevil and then stand up and look over, he's gone. It's 15 seconds. Mike timed it. Yeah. It's so he's a, like, no. It's <laughs> a little much. Like how you, you'd be hobbling. Yeah. And then he's just walking. He's just walking around. Yeah. And um, that's a little much. I yeah. agree. Stuff like that, you know. I, I mean, you know, Batman also does stuff like that. So, I... You, yeah. It, no, yeah. You got, it, but again, yeah. comic book world, right? I know. Comic, yeah. that, that's, that, where, that's, that's where I'm like... Yeah, that's definitely a comic, a comic book, book world. world. You yeah. have to accept that. Like, you have to accept certain little things are going to be taken loosely because it is... A, like, as yeah. real as you want it to be, it's a comic book. I agree. I agree. Uh, the, other, the only other last thing I wanted to say, really... Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. Because basically we're done. Is I liked that they showed Matt's um, ability to like infiltrate or to be covert, like just like yeah. him, like him walking around and having his eyes normal. Because yeah, like, the yeah, thing yeah, that's yeah, cool yeah, about yeah. the actor, the actor is really good when he's when he's just being him. He's good at doing the thing that people who are blind do, where their eyes are not 
centered. Focus, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that when he's doing the acting, obviously he's just being normal himself. Yeah. But when he's acting and infiltrating a place, his eyes are always like, you know, normal and straight. Yeah. And even when, but when people look away, you'll see like a moment where he's obviously thinking and his eyes are yeah. doing it. Uh, the one, but with that being said, the one thing that was a little, I was hoping they would start introducing is him identifying people by like sound because he could, Matt can identify anyone by their heartbeat. Yes. And I don't think they've, they, they haven't capitalized on that on that and they haven't capitalized as much on like, oh, I'm at a disadvantage, cut the lights or do like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Which, but mind you, you can't yeah, do it too often because then it gets old. I know. Uh, but that fight that he has with, with Bullseye when he's dressed as Daredevil the first time in the office and Daredevil is using, oh man, he's so good. Uh, Bullseye is using ricochets to hit him. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm like, in my head, I'm like, yeah, this is definitely a, a situation where kill the lights. Like knock out every light you can. He won't be able to, you know. He won't be able to pinpoint you, because mm-hmm. he can't. He's he's sight. He can use ricochets. He uses angles, but he can't see you, and it's not based on sound. So you have that advantage over him. Like and if anything, the guy would start spraying and not being accurate in yeah, that regard. Yeah, exactly. Where you'd have a better chance of survival. So you know that stuff like that. Uh, I mean, we didn't talk about um, Sister Maggie and Father Lantham, but I actually don't want us to. I think uh, I, I I I think it's a very I, important part. I think but it's a very important. I like part, that we, we we don't we can leave a little bit misty. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, we, we yeah, ruin everything else. But so his but his reaction that. to it, his reaction to it, cool. But again, too much loathing for like. Yes, I agree. I, I, yeah, I understandably why. Yeah. Understandably why. Oh yeah. But again, like. I've seen him brood for like two seasons already. Yeah, yeah I don't yeah. need any more. But other than that, I think overall, definitely an easy pass. Out of five? Definitely an easy. Uh, that's hard. Uh, three point seven five. Four on five. Just because for me, the few things that I named that did, like. Yeah. I, and again, it was also because for me, the slow burn had a big effect on me initially. Okay, that's fair. Uh, yeah, I'm four on five. I think the. The acting on everyone was great. Even Karen, who I find super annoying, her acting was good. Yeah. She does overact a bit, but I feel like that overacting is part of Karen. Yeah, I think that, like, like, yeah, that's Karen. Karen yeah. overreacts to everything. Yeah, like, I, I don't blame for how, for anything I'm upset about Karen, I don't blame the actress. I blame the, whether, I don't know if it's the writing or the directing or, yeah. or both, but it's, it's something on that side. I don't think it's the, the actress as yeah, well. Yeah. Yeah. Deborah and Wall from uh, True Blood. If you guys are trying to visualize who that oh, is. Oh, that's true. She's yeah. huge. Okay. So guys, we're going to be going into uh, a geek news and rumors real quick here. Not much. Well, I mean, we uh, kept it short. Especially well, I mean, since we already talked about Luke Cage and Iron Fist, really. Yeah. So those shows have both been canceled. And like we, you heard us discuss, we're expecting some sort of heroes for hire. Once again, if you guys are interested in signing our petition, we have one up. You can check it out at franklinarmstrong.com or on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash franklinarmstrong, D-O-T-C-O-M. Uh, once again, yeah. So Warner Brothers is pushing Wonder Woman back seven months. Honestly, that, I'd, 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 from I'm, what I understand, that makes uh, Shazam the only DC movie coming out in 2019 now, but which you, is also big. That is big, but you know what? If they're doing it to make sure that they're getting their shit in order, not fine. even. But I, but they're not doing any reshoots, so no, it's actually just because they want to release it in June, which because, makes sense. Though yeah, they had the six billion dollar man, and because they were supposed to do it in December, right? November. Uh, uh oh, I think you're right. It might be December. Well, I, they want to do the Christmas time, and frankly, Wonder Woman. Oh no, it was November 2019. Yeah, but yeah. the thing is, let's be honest. 
these types of movies, it's summer. It's yeah, summer, summer blockbuster for a yeah. reason, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, don't get me wrong. She would have definitely killed the Christmas. She would have killed anything oh, coming I, I out of Christmas. I think they would have done great, yeah. But like, I think you're going to get more in, in the summer. I don't think it's necessarily the big... I think that the bigger news is that they're only having one movie in 2019. Yeah. Uh, but for me, and I think we've had this discussion before... They just got to get their stuff more in order. I don't even know how they're going to never going to fix this DCU because Justice League, as much as I did, I, I personally liked a lot of aspects of Justice League, but there was yeah. also a lot of like, dude, what are you doing? Uh, namely for me is honestly the Flash is not the, the Flash is not Barry Allen. He's Wally West. Um... And then, we've, I mean, I mean Batman, we, yeah, we don't have to. Yeah, we, we, we discussed it. Yeah, and, and which is fine. It, it, it was more just the fact that, like, I feel like every week we're just talking about how disappointed we are with DCEU, <laughs> and I, I, and which, it sucks it's, because it's, it we, we like and you know to the fans listening, and if this is your first time listening, we are disappointed. We are disappointed fans because they have not gone about it in a proper way, and that's where we are. And it's only really disappointing because of the fact that. Um, you want I want DC to succeed. Yeah. I don't want to have these negative reactions that people are having and yeah. whatnot. And it's also a little disappointing because the one I feel like the 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 titles that they did f up. You you did it knowingly. What like you you put too much in a movie. You you Spider Man yeah. three, Batman yeah. and, and, yeah. and anyways. They, but tangents are gonna be tangents. I don't want to yeah. want it. But no, but I, I, I'm, say, I'm I'm excited six, to see the movie. Six billion dollar man was supposed to be made. Then that got pushed. Uh, I'm not even sure if because they, they bought it from Weinstein and they were going to be producing it. Warner Brothers was going to be doing it, and then that got pushed. So that's why the June date was open. Uh, I think you know a lot of companies are trying not to compete with Disney because Disney always has a lot of stuff coming out. Um, so you you might just put placeholders to lock down dates to keep other people away from doing stuff like that uh, from releasing movies at that time. Disney is definitely doing that and. Yeah. But and, I think and, Disney will be able to compete, like with whatever comes out with with because unfortunately well, I, Marvel's addictive right now. But Marvel's going to come out in like Marvel always releases like end of April, beginning of May. True. It's always like that for like my birthday is the beginning of May, and I always see the Marvel movie okay. for my birthday. So I I, I think it's probably going to be Spider Man in 2020 that it's that's going to be on its already on its fourth week by the time mm. Wonder Woman comes out. Mm. So you know a little bit of hero fatigue that year, but we'll also see. Also coming to us is. Nick Fury series in the works for the new Disney is streaming service. Is, is it going to be uh, David Hasselhoff again? No. Did no. you ever see that? That, that TV <laughs> no. movie? Honestly, it's so good. I don't you, watch anyone, any of those old, like the cap, 70s to. Captain America, but 70s Daredevil, to. 70s Doctor Strange. All of those are horrible. Yeah, but this horrible is 1990s, sir. Oh, God. And yeah. it's glorious. <laughs> it's and when, Just so that if anyone hasn't deciphered my, what I mean by glorious, glorious the awful that it's good to laugh at. Oh, gosh. <laughs> uh, so MCU Cosmic is this like uh, site that that finds out a lot of rumors. Uh, they were one of the the first to announce that the Avengers movie was going to be Avengers Annihilation, which has yet to be confirmed, but everyone in the business is pretty much just assuming that's going to be the title at this point. Um, but that also leads us to the fact that when they have rumors, a lot of people listen. And there was, a, there was a report recently from Marvel Studios that they're producing a Scarlet Witch and a Loki series, which would have Elizabeth Olsen and Tom Hiddleston uh, on board to reprise their roles in the characters. And now the rumor is they might have a, a third project in the works for Sam Jackson as Nick Fury. Oh, is, and it's going to be the Sam Jackson as well. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's connected to the MCU. Okay, yeah. Okay, so that, as, long, as long as it's directly... 
Don't Agents of Shield me. That's the only thing I'm saying. If you're gonna make it, if you're gonna make it, make blatant references. Well, Agents of Shield still takes place in the same universe. It does, but like it's, just, it's, it's not the, the dream that you wanted. Though. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. not like oh well, we're gonna see heroes all the time. Oh, we got to see Nick Fury in one season. Well, one of the one of the reasons is Whedon got upset because Whedon said, you know, Coulson's dead, like he died. Mm. That's what brings them together. So you know, undoing his death to make the show mm. kind of negates the death. Which was like a very also let's not lie it was a very big stretch in the end. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I, I, I oh the way they bring I, him back. Yeah, like I for me I got halfway. I, I watched a lot of it. I got through halfway through the season of uh, the Ghost Rider one. Oh, and I just I don't know. The the those seasons are actually good. No, I'm not saying they're not yeah. good, but I just something for me personally just something just yeah I skipped fit. over the middle, but the, there's some seasons towards the end that are actually really good. Um, but yeah, yeah. So we'll see. I mean, we're Star Star Wars Mandalorian is also being worked on. There's a lot going on at Disney with this new service. A lot of people are waiting for confirmation. Yeah. Um, I'm really hoping that the service is going to come out in Canada at the same time as the states, so that we don't just get screwed over like we have in the past. Mm-hmm. We'll have to wait and see. But speaking of Disney, they're also apparently going to reboot the oh, Pirates of the Caribbean. Which my only question, my only two words, and I know I texted to you, but I'm still going to say. Seriously, and why? Like, I understand they'll reboot it eventually, but like, there's it's no need not to even, it's you been 14 got, years. Yeah. Like, it's not, it's too soon. Yeah, it's way too soon, the, in my opinion. Every, everyone, there's, we've already said it. You know what? We've already said it. There are no original ideas in Hollywood, everything's repetition. Disney's being super lazy. You have, you own a lot of properties. You guys, you're outright screwing some people over. The guy who wrote Aladdin is not getting a check for the live action. No way. He's not getting anything. He already came out publicly and said, I'm not, I, I mean, guys, at least send me a t-shirt. He's not getting anything. That's you bullshit. guys are literally using his story that he wrote. Yes, even if he wrote it for you, give him something. No, but that's, so, that's you like know. royalty stuff at that point. Like, that's, uh, yeah, so, anyways, you know. That's a whole other thing. The, at this point, we're just frustrated with it all. It, you know, it's, it, you have the money. Do we? Do you, you guys don't cover anything wrestling? No, no. Okay, so no, never mind. Because there was interesting wrestling news this week. But, yeah. Um, but you could tell that on your other show. Eventually. Yeah. When, when, <laughs> when I figure when I figure out a way how to be able to actually make a show that you don't have to watch every single episode of every single thing in one week, <laughs> because there's no way I could do it because there's like 20 hours of wrestling in a week. Uh, but there was there was watch it all at 1.5 speed, d- even you know, 2x. Yeah, I was about to say. Watch it at 2x, man. You'll um, be fine. But no. Uh, so other than that, uh, do you do you want to talk about anything else that you're watching or anything like? No, that? No, no, no. I mean, I mean, because uh, we we're already. I yeah. thought we were. We said I we were going to make short episode. Yeah, we we're supposed <laughs> to make this a short one, and we went 140. Uh, uh, you know, th- I saw the Doctor Who episode with the Rosa Parks story. That was cool. That was about. That's about it. I I want to go. I'll try and make this a mini rant. Super quick. Super quick. I fucking hate you, Lethal Weapon producers. Oh, okay. I hate you so much. So I'm gonna try and do this. I when Lethal Weapon was coming out, I was like, okay, Murtaugh has to be one of the Wayans, specifically the Wayans that they, the the yeah. Damien Wayans. I was like, that's perfect. He bulletproof mixed with his TV show. The, the Wayne's family or whatever yeah. they had, those come combined into one. You got Murtaugh. That was a no-brainer. Yeah. And I'm like, how are you guys going to cast Riggs? I'm going to hold off who I would have chosen for a moment. So they cast Riggs. The guy doesn't like acting and he doesn't like Hollywood. <laughs> he said it in interviews. He literally says, I hate Hollywood. The only reason why I do this is to provide money for my family. He talks like a farmer. He literally says, I like to have my dirt in that, my hands in the dirt and all this shit. You hate acting. You put people at risk, all sorts of shit. Why would you take this on? So yeah. then you guys, 
again, my whole thing, just recast rigs. You do not need to kill rigs. Make rigs come into the room. Hi, rigs. We know who you are. That's it. That's all. Huge rant about that. But what pisses me off, when people asked me on the original rigs, I was like, Sean William Scott. Between yeah, you did say yeah. between the rundown and like his zany stuff with like the goon and yeah. um, Stifler, I'm like, you mix that all up, he could do it. Yeah, he can do it. So fast forward two years, you have to do a replacement rigs, which is not even his brother or anything. It's some random dude. You choose what Sean William Scott, so you spit in my face, and then what happens? This is how he's corrupted. In episode one. He's in Arabia or wherever. He's about to go do a sting. There's this little boy that gives him information. And like during their conversation, he's like, oh, well, my entire school died because of these guys. Okay, I'm going to go there and kill them. But you have to run away. Goes in, kills them. The boy dies. And that's what scars him. Screw the hundreds of kids that hypothetically died in that school. This one kid is what what makes you go off after you blatantly murdered like 30 people. Plus, Jack Ryan had that almost exact same type thing. So like not believable. But then... When he comes to America, he's essentially exactly in Riggs' situation, minus the kid's actually his. Because at the end of the second season, Riggs like falls in love with a girl, and he's she has a kid, and they're going to go away together. Yeah. He comes back, ex-wife, kid, oh, I'm sad because a kid died. It's complete bullshit. But then his attitude is if Riggs and Murtaugh had a baby. Oh. Like, he has the moral compass and the understanding of Murtaugh, but he's still zany like Riggs. Yeah. And the worst thing is, the first time you see him... As a beat cop, the the, the scenario with, with Murtaugh, you're like, you're exactly Riggs to the point, this reminds me of Lethal Weapon 3. Yeah. Of like a specific scene. So I'm like, this well, is that's lame. Probably why they did it, yeah. So angry. Why didn't you just cast him as... Well, if anything, <laughs> at this point, just cancel the show. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's what's happening. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you suck. You let me down and you shouldn't have done it with... I really wish I had more time, ladies and gentlemen. Just know, rant, rant, rant. Lethal Weapon show sucks. Rant, rant, rant. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, that's the whole show. Thank you very much for tuning in. We'll be back next week. Once again, we want to remind you to check out all our other shows. We have That's Canon. We have Running With Wolves with Wizzy Moon Chaser. We have K&Them, which starts on the 27th. It's coming out the first episode episode is going to be out on the 27th she's really excited if Mm -hmm. i'm not mistaken the first episode is the one that i'm on i i'm pretty sure it is because she asked me for a picture of myself to be part of the artwork so yes it's going to be coming out it's an episode about i'm not going to say because i want her to do the reveal but i'm really excited for that to come out and once again you guys should always check out the stuff over at squared-idea.com those Mm -hmm. guys are doing some amazing stuff and that's the whole show. FranklinArmstrong.com is the website. Facebook.com slash FranklinArmstrong, D-O-T-C-O-M, is our Facebook page. If you want to follow us on Instagram and Twitter, it's at a strong Franklin. That's the show. Thank you so much for tuning in. We'll Thank be you. back next week. Cheers. Peace, y'all.